0: are listening to the Open Heaven Church podcast. We're a pioneer church based in Loughborough in the UK. Our mission is to make disciples to establish heaven on earth. Good morning, my name is Hayley. I've been in Loughborough for nine years now and part of the Open Heaven community for seven of those. God gave me a few things to reflect on when thinking about what to bring this morning. I, like many, have had, and I'm perhaps still in the midst of a particularly challenging season. Looking back, I've had to rely on God and in some cases cling to him for comfort, yet forget just hours later that I could take refuge in him. I have felt stuck regularly experiencing unanswered prayer, and then in a few months, exclaiming praises to Father God for miraculous breakthroughs around the health of a family member. I've enjoyed resting with God in new rhythms of Sabbath, whilst also resisting rest with an endless list of things to do. All in all, you could say the last 18 months have been turbulent, and speaking to others, I'm not the only one. Stories of redundancies, grief, loneliness, and challenging living situations flood the conversations I'm having with colleagues and friends. I'm sure you can recall things in your life that look different now too. As I started to think about what to bring, God gave me a verse from Ecclesiastes chapter three. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Although our lives and hearts might be changed, even wounded, we have a new exciting opportunity to step into what God has for us. As a church, we're about to uncover more of God through a new teaching series. Some of us may be returning to workplaces, you may be going into a new school year or even starting university. You may have noticed that the nights are drawn in sooner as well we are entering a new season and there is indeed the opportunity to lay the chaos we've just lived through at the foot of the cross. The time to come is fresh with ripe opportunities and new things to be discovered. For many of us seeds were sown and grown during the hard toil of lockdown and now the fruit of that discipline and perseverance is ready to harvest. I wonder what that might be in your life. With that in mind, there are a few questions we should consider which will facilitate a healthy transition and allow us to continue the journey with Jesus. These won't be groundbreaking and you may have given them some thought already. I realised as I was working through this talk that Open Heavens sent out a reflection on this exact topic. So you may have already dug into that, but if you haven't, it's worth searching your inbox for. Luke 5, 16 says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Giving these themes the time they deserve in the presence of God will give us a greater understanding of not just our take on the last season, but God's perspective on how he's been working in our lives. Some things we might want to consider are, where was God's presence evident in my life this year? Mark 11 verse 24 says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Where did you feel he was with you? What prayers did he answer? Were there any ways in which God surprised you over the last few months? what spiritual disciplines brought you closer to him. Both John, my husband and I, and members of our small group, have really appreciated Sabbath rest over the last 18 months. Perhaps with the slowing of lockdown, you're the same. Or maybe you've cultivated a rhythm of prayer and fasting. So can you foresee any challenges in the season ahead? Are there any spiritual disciplines that you want to dig in now to help you walk these well. What new template do you want to set? Now have I changed for the better or even the worst? John 15, two says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so it may bear more fruit. Jesus taught me a lot about patience and surrendering control to him this year. He's done a work in me that could only be done through experiencing some difficult times. Although I didn't enjoy it one bit, coming through the other side, I know my character and relationship with Jesus is all the better for it. But I'm aware some parts of me, God still needs to prune and tend to. And that's the joy of journeying with Jesus. We simply won't stay the same. So what perhaps do we need to shed and leave behind before we step into the next chapter? We often ask God for a word of the year in January, but there's nothing to stop us from doing that now. Is God perhaps giving you a word, a picture, or a scripture for this current season? Next, our planet and society are faced with many challenges at the moment, from equality to climate change. Is he calling you to any situations that require you to stand for justice, generosity, love and peace? If so, who and what should you be investing your time, treasure and talents in? Putting those reflections together, what is your testimony or story of the last season? And what is it spurring you on to? Right at the beginning of lockdown, John and I had a particularly challenging time. I mentioned at the start that I was frustrated by unanswered prayer, but now looking back when I zoomed out of the situation and looked at the bigger picture, God was working, just not in the spe- specific ways I thought he should. We faced a financial challenge. And in that period, I was blessed with a new job, which came with it an increase in salary, refunds for came in, came in for things like train season tickets, God blessed us all the more abundantly than we first cared to realise. In a bid to remember his faithfulness, we took a bamboo cane, prayed over it and staked it in the middle of our lawn, claiming God's ground and giving us a visible sign that that when we needed it, God was good. 18 months on, I was mowing the grass last week when I got a bit too close to said stake and toppled it over. At first, John and I were gutted. He even picked it up and tried to force it into the hole to no avail, but I sensed there was a message in this. Yes, the stake served as a wonderful reminder in the storm, but perhaps we now needed to choose to move into the next season. We can either keep living through the hardship or we can choose to incorporate that testimony into our story, a foundation on which to keep building. For anyone wondering what happened to the stake, it's now very helpfully propping up our raspberry plant. I'm hoping that God blesses us with an abundance of harvest in the season to come. That testimony for us is powerful and so are yours. They encourage, strengthen and push us forward in Christ. They are the altars in the wilderness that remind us of God's faithfulness. They are the witness of a life transformed by Christ and the evidence of us being changed more and more in his image. Testimonies are precious. They inspire our hearts to worship, to give thanks and glorify God. They can be built upon and transformed so that our moment with God, once a testimony of perseverance becomes a testimony of victory. All of our testimonies will be individual and different. Moving into a new season does not mean that we need to forget the old. Instead, we move on toward the next place God takes us, and we build upon the testimonies He has already given us. We remember, but are not stuck in the old. We move on and we keep building, but we must actively choose to do so. And so I'd like to finish in prayer. Father, I thank you for the testimonies that you've given us over the last 18 months. I thank you that you have been ever present in our lives and that you are a good God. Father, I pray that as we work through some of these questions that we will sense your presence, that you will give us your perspective on things. And Father, as we move into the next season, Let us follow your will, let us follow your word and give us the ears and eyes to do your work in the kingdom. Amen.